Hey, it's Cindy. This week I was going to record a podcast for you all about using AI or language models to create content to help you to run your online business. I was even going to have ChatGPT write it for me. But the deeper I dug into how people are using these tools, the less I actually liked it. This is episode 71 of the Tiny Course Empire podcast, and today, instead of talking about using AI, I'm going to share an unpopular opinion, and I'm going to tell you why I'm not talking about it. I'm also going to share some of the reasons why I think you maybe shouldn't be listening to the people who are. I know that's a bold statement. I'm feeling a little ranty today, but I hope you'll stick around because it's not all doom and gloom in the chat GPT space, and I will even share some ways that I have used it recently. Welcome to the Tiny Course Empire podcast, a weekly show dedicated to helping you launch and grow your digital course business, even if you don't have a big team or a six-figure ads budget. We'll help you design smart systems, take consistent action, and achieve massive success on your own terms. Now, here's your host, Cindy Bedar. Well, hello, and thank you for spending a few minutes of your day with me today. I appreciate you. As always, you'll find the show notes and the transcript and the recommended resources for this episode over at tinycourseempire.com forward slash 71. While you're there, do me a favor and hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. We land in your inbox in your podcast app of choice every Thursday morning. Today, I want to talk to you about a topic that it seems like everyone is talking about and that is AI tools for content creation. We're talking about things like Jasper and ChatGPT and Bing has a new AI language model tool as well. There's lots of these tools out there and everyone is selling the latest and greatest way to make a million bucks using AI. I'll tell you what, I was over in a marketplace just a little while ago looking at the new products, the new courses that are up for sale in that marketplace. And I was shocked. At least five of the top 10 were all about AI and they were all promising that you could get rich with very little effort, with very little money spent, with very little knowledge of anything simply by using AI tools. One of them promises that within three clicks, you can create ebooks that you can sell without ever writing a word. Another one says that you can earn six figures a month by using AI in combination with another popular tool. And this just, this just bothers me. This kind of marketing has always bothered me. This is what people mean when they say marketers ruin everything. If you've ever heard that expression, this is exactly what they're talking about. This tool, these chat GPT style tools, these AI tools came out and suddenly marketers discovered that they could make money telling you how to make money using these tools. And it just leaves a bad taste in my mouth. And that's why I have avoided talking about AI up to this point. 
I have avoided using it because I have a really good idea of how this is going to go. If you've been around a long time like I have, you may remember tools in the past called article spinners. Way back when content marketing first became a thing, when it was important to get articles out there into the public so that Google could index them, so that you could use Google to drive traffic back to your site. Marketers invented something called an article spinner. And what this tool did is it took one article, one piece of content, one blog post, and it changed up some words in a way that it could create hundreds or thousands of different variations of that same article. And the idea was, and this worked for a while, the idea was that you could flood the internet with different versions of this one article that you wrote, this one piece of 500 word content or a thousand word content, and you could republish it over and over and over again in slightly different variations. And Google hopefully would index some or all of them. And that would just be lots of content out there, you know, driving traffic back to your website. So these article spinners were really pretty junky stuff. I mean, they, they, they did what it said on the tin, but they were not good marketing. They were not a good tool. And it did not take long for Google to catch on and say, you know what, this content that these article spinners are creating is garbage and we are no longer going to index it. We can spot it. Anybody could spot it a mile away. And it was it was junk content. And Google and other search engines stopped indexing it. And lo and behold, the article spinners went away. And to me, this is similar to what I see happening with these AI tools today. Marketers are latching on to these tools and saying, you know what, we can use these tools to create thousands of pages of content with the click of a button. And all of a sudden, all of our work is done for us. And we don't have to actually have any expertise in an area. We don't have to know what we're talking about. We don't have to hire writers. We don't have to pay people. We don't have to spend our time in front of our keyboard actually creating content that has value. We can just ask ChatGPT a question and publish this content as is. That's what I see them doing. And that is exactly the kind of thing that I want to caution you against. When you see this training out there that promises that you can create websites, create products, create courses, create videos even with just the click of a button, I hope that you will put on your skeptic cap and really take that with a grain of salt. Do you really believe that that's possible to do? Do you really believe that it is possible to have a sustainable business when you put in zero to very little effort? Because that's what these people want you to believe. They want you to believe that you can literally do no work and still earn a good living. And that's not what we're all about here at the Tiny Course Empire podcast. It is not what I'm all about at cindybedar.com. I will never tell you that you can build a sustainable, long-term, profitable business without putting in the work. You have to show up. You have to do the work. That's what it takes to build a business. You don't have to work 80 hours a week. That's what I like to talk about. I like to talk about how to systemize and how to create better processes in your business so you don't have to work 80 or 100 hours a week. 
You can do it in a part-time basis and you can earn a really good living, but you cannot do it for free with just a click of a button. It does not work that way. The world does not work that way. And that's what I hope you walk away with from this podcast episode. No AI tool is going to solve all of your content creation problems. It's not going to run your business for you. You have to do that part. Now, I told you there's a lot of sketchy people out there who are selling a lot of sketchy programs about how to use AI to get rich. But that doesn't mean that it's all doom and gloom in the AI space. That doesn't mean that there are no legitimate uses for these tools, because there are. And there are people out there who are teaching you good ways to use these very powerful tools to improve your processes, to increase your business without having to put a lot more work into it. So I want to share with you today some of the ways that I've used ChatGPT in the recent past in my business. I think these are some legitimate uses for it. I would encourage you to use it in this way, not just ChatGPT, but the other AI tools as well. The first thing I like to use it for is to write transactional emails. I'm talking about things like customer support emails, to reply to interview or speaking requests, or to maybe let down a hopeful team member that I decided not to hire. For example, you can ask ChatGPT to write an email denying a refund to a customer because the refund period has expired. Now, you could write this email yourself, but I will tell you what, ChatGPT is going to be a lot more polite about it in some cases. It has no emotional connection to this topic at all. It doesn't care um, that the, this person has come back and asked for a refund after clearly your refund period has expired. So there's no emotion there. There's no, um, you know, it, it's not all anxious about it like you might be. It's just a lot easier. It'll save you a lot of time. So you can say to chat GPT, write me an email denying a refund to a customer because the refund period has expired. Boom, done. Clean it up a little bit, send it off. You are done. Similarly, you can reply to interview or speaking requests. You could tell ChatGPT to write me an email declining to speak at a conference because of a calendar conflict, but leave the door open for future opportunities. And ChatGPT will write a very polite email saying, I'm sorry, I have a calendar conflict. I won't be able to make it to your conference, but I would love to be considered for the next event. Done copy and paste. You have replied in a polite way. One that I like to use is to write a short, polite email to let someone I interviewed know that I chose another person with more experience for the job. Again, there's no emotion involved here. ChatGPT is not attached to any outcome here. They didn't actually talk to the person. I used that word again, didn't I? They. It's not a they. It's an it. It did not actually speak to the person. It did not hear the person tell you that they have three kids to support and they just lost their biggest client. None of that. No emotions involved, but it will still write you a very polite, very succinct email that you can copy and paste and send off. So transactional emails is one way that I do like to use this tool. Another way is to brainstorm ideas. And what I mean by that is oftentimes when I am creating a product or I'm 
writing a podcast episode, for example, or I am writing a blog post, whatever piece of content I'm creating, especially if it's long form content, I like to do a search first. I like to go to Google first and see what other people are saying. I like to come up with a big list of ideas of things that I might want to talk about in this episode or things that I might want to cover in this course. And I go to Google and I spend some time looking at what other people are creating, what they're talking about, and I get some ideas from that. I'm obviously not copying and pasting from Google. I am not stealing content from other people. I am getting inspiration from other people. And I would encourage you to do the same thing. And you can use a tool such as ChatGPT to do that too. And it's oftentimes a lot faster than Google is. You can say to ChatGPT, give me 20 creative uses for ChatGPT, for example. You can also use tools like this to write headlines. I recently released a new course all about podcasting and ChatGPT helped me write the sales page headline. I gave it some parameters. I said I didn't want to use the term podcasting in the sales page headline. I told it what I was looking for and it gave me some examples. I think I asked it for five suggestions and I took those suggestions and I kind of mixed them up a little bit and came up with my own based on what ChatGPT told me. So for writing headlines, for writing product titles, for writing descriptions, definitely you could use ChatGPT to do things like that. Just be sure that you put your own spin on it, that you don't just copy and paste and use it um, as is, I would always mix it up and make sure that you put your own personality in it. You can also use ChatGPT to outline content. So for example, I just asked it, what are the steps to take to launch a new WordPress website? I could take those steps that ChatGPT gave me and turn that into a nice beefy blog post. It gave me each step and a little bit of a description why it was important and how to do it. And I could then take that information and use it as the framework for a blog post or for a podcast episode or even for a course. I also asked it just now, what are the most important considerations when choosing an email marketing platform? This is something that I talk about a lot is email marketing, and I help people make those decisions. And knowing what those important decision-making points are, what those important considerations are, can serve as the framework for a blog post or an email or a podcast or even a YouTube video. So outlining content in that way using ChatGPT or another tool can really make your content creation a lot faster than it might otherwise be. If you're writing sales pages, you can use an AI tool to uncover pain points. This is really useful when you're positioning a new product or if you want to know why people might be looking for a solution so you can put those ideas into a sales page or into your marketing message, ChatGPT is a good tool to go to to find out what those pain points are. Again, much quicker than using something like Google, where you kind of have to scroll through all of the um, all of the results to find what you're looking for. ChatGPT is taking all of the information it knows about a topic and distilling it down into exactly what you asked for without you having to read a bunch of blog posts or watch a bunch of videos to get the information. So you can see that there really are legitimate uses for tools like ChatGPT 
Jasper, and the other AI tools that are coming on the market. What I want you to take away from this podcast episode is that content that AI generates is not ready for prime time. You should not take that content and publish it as is. You should always take it and add your personality to it. Add your unique experiences. Add your authentic voice to it. That's how you can use tools like ChatGPT in your business to make your workload easier, to make your workday more efficient, to get out of your office quicker. Don't expect to just be able to push a button and walk away. You do still have to put some effort into it. You do have to instill your personality into the content that you are creating. And as long as you do that, then absolutely use those tools to make your workday easier. Just don't try to use it to replace yourself because that's not sustainable. Have a terrific day, everyone. I'll talk to you all again next week. If you like what you hear on the Tiny Course Empire podcast, you're going to love all of the courses and workshops and support you'll find inside Six Figure Systems. That's my monthly program where we dig into online marketing for regular people like you and me. We don't do big launches, we don't have the big headaches, and we don't have the big expenses that come with them. Instead, we focus on creating repeatable, sustainable systems that continue to grow over time and that don't suck up all of our energy or require a 10-person team to manage. You can come see what we're all about at sixfiguresystems.com, and I'll see you on the inside.